0: Hey, what is going on, everyone? It's me, Mr. Mario, and uh, who do I got with me here? What's up, guys? It's Paranoid Coder.
1: Devin, how's it going?
0: Uh, it's going well. How's, how's it going for you, my dude? It's
1: pretty good, man. A lot of stuff going on. It's been crazy over the holidays. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: just, just a bit happy holidays to you, Mary. Well, happy New Year, I guess we can say. Merry I was going to say Year. Merry Christmas. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, Merry New Year. I guess that's the best way of putting it. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a minute, so yeah. yeah. How have you been, man? Oh, I've been all right. I've been busy as fuck. I'm going to be honest with you, but I've been all right. All right, man. You ready yeah. to do the podcast? Though? I, I am absolutely ready. <laughs> Sounds good, dude. Let's get it going. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's go ahead. I think yeah, we're we should be showing up on there. Can you? I'm just looking on your screen here to make sure that's all fine. Yeah, like we were just talking about there, a little
1: there, bit of delay or whatever. There's that
0: delay and everything, but soon enough, it should all be okay. <laughs> If it is, maybe. There we go. All right. Cool. Sorry about that. We're just. We're, we just need to have faith in the process, man. Exactly. <laughs> We've
1: had some technical difficulties in the Just past, a though. bit,
0: dude. And they give me, like, streaming PTSD. I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs>
1: you start not believing.
0: Yeah. 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 I, I kind of like. Gaslight streaming and then don't believe like certain things are gonna go right and whatever So that's why all this shit ends up happening where I just like doubt what we're doing on the stream Well, let's not jinx it too much. So let's far, try not it's us so to. good. So yeah,
1: you want to go ahead and get rolling into these topics? For Ab- this week? Absolutely or this month. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Yeah for it's the month. A long month technically for the week as well, too But you know sure there's even new news that have popped up here just recently. So. That's true <laughs> Well, do you want me to take this first one, or do you uh, want to go for if you
0: it? if you want to go ahead, yeah. What what do we got here?
1: Uh, retro Arch. It looks like maybe officially coming to the Xbox One.
0: Oh shit!
1: Um, yeah, so this is pretty interesting news. Um, I don't know if you know, like, all of the consoles that are officially supported by, like, Lib Retro.
0: Not off the but, top of my I mean, head, no. But. but
1: a lot of them are actually like you know forks and whatnot that mm-hmm. the community is supporting. So this is an official announcement from Retro saying that it is coming um doesn't sound like a maybe but we don't know exactly when Mm -hmm. um so i don't know how much you know about it but it sounds like it's going to be one of those things where you need a developer license activated or whatever
0: yeah do you know anything about dev mode on the xbox one or how that works yeah i mean we've
1: talked about it a little bit in the past and i think that's pretty much how all the homebrew is working on the xbox right now that's yeah that's exactly how it all is right um, a few emulators and whatnot. I don't know. Is there much more outside of a couple of emulators on the Xbox one right now?
0: Uh, there's emulators. There's a few homebrew games that have been developed or even ported over. But yeah, this is, as they say here, it's not going to require a jailbreak by any means. And this is just simply uh, using developer mode. So again, you have to get developer license for like 20 bucks. You flip your retail system into dev mode, which essentially gives it a UWP license or environment that you can work in. So, you can't play retail games on dev mode and vice versa. You can't play homebrew on the retail side of things, but you can switch back and forth between the two modes. So, you'll be able to go into dev mode, have your own little sandboxed offline environment and sideload RetroArch on there, just fine. And the nice thing is since this is a officially supported method and is going through perfectly Officially supported means through Microsoft like this is not going to get patched or anything There's right. nothing to patch on this unless you remove dev mode, which they're not gonna do
1: right now You say switch back and forth between dev mode um, that requires a factory reset to go back and forth, right?
0: I don't believe it does no
1: the instructions here or some of the details in here did mention that I believe that enabling Dev Mode That was kind of like a precaution Mm-hmm um, I mean, yeah. So, for example, the only way to activate developer mode is to perform a factory reset.
0: So you do have to do that. I haven't. I still haven't tried it on my own personally.
1: Right. So that's definitely something to keep, you know, in mind if you're going to go try and do this. Um, definitely do that. And I'm guessing if you go back uh, and remove developer mode, you're going to have to factory reset as well. Mm-hmm. So it may not be as easy as flipping a toggle on and off, but I hope still it was. doable. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it depends on, I guess, what you're doing with your console maybe Mm -hmm. you don't
0: need the data that much (laughs) i've been planning to use dev mode on the xbox one at one point but i just don't care about the xbox one is my problem and that is my own problem but yeah yeah so yeah it's not at the top of my list there's a lot more people who are more well versed in dev mode i'll try it one day with the xbox one i've had boxed up for like over a year now yeah yeah
1: do you have a separate Xbox One for games, right? Or is that the only one? Well, I
0: have I have a One X that I have okay. hooked up, and it's in my rotation right now. That's nice. mostly used for media streaming, admittedly. And then I have my original Xbox One console, which uh, when I was moving, which I moved, started moving about a year or so ago, that was the first thing to get packed up. Because I was like, I don't need this right yeah. now. <laughs> I'm not going to miss it. So this is going in the box, and it's going to stay in the box for like until we move, and then we'll see. Shots yeah. fired on Xbox One. Yeah, well, even when I, <laughs> yeah, like, I moved into this place in March, and then when I came here, I, I literally, I've told this story a few times, but I replaced my Xbox One in my Entertainment Center with a original Xbox. Right. Cause was, yeah, because I was like, I'm not really gonna use it until I get a One X. So. Eh. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. to each their own. Yeah, and actually, Killamods here is even saying I have Developer Mode, and it just requires a console reboot to switch modes. So interesting, I guess they would probably be advising, hey, this might, you know, wipe your data. You might have to do a factory reset. But yeah, I was thinking because I I know people who have both retail and dev content on the same console. You Mm -hmm. just can't use them in the same environment. Interesting. Well, that's good to know if that's actually the case. And that's a lot better. Mm -hmm. So
1: you just would have to. That's literally all you'd have to do is reboot and essentially like almost log into a different session. Exactly. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, and that's a lot better. It sounds like some of the people, several people in our chat are saying that it just requires an actual reboot, not a um, reset of the data. So, mm-hmm. Fantastic. Well,
0: well, you may not be a fan of the Xbox One, but the PS4 has definitely seen quite a bit of updates. Yes, and this one, yeah, this next thing here is going to require a jailbreak, is it not? Yeah, sounds like <laughs> it. So it looks like we've actually got...
1: Um, A lot of progress coming on uh, with RetroArch coming to the PS4.
0: Yes, we do. Which is pretty cool. (laughs) Um, Do you want to go ahead and take the bulk of this one? Sure, I don't mind. So this one is, let's see here. I believe this one is from a trusted developer, it was saying here. So it's kind of just saying in shorts that, you know, with some new things that have come with the PS4 homebrew scene with like OpenGL now finally getting onto the PS4, uh, there's now been a developer who has been working on getting some commits for the PS4 version of RetroArch running. There's been a few updates here as well too, but like this was the initial screenshot. Here's when it was getting fully updated. They had 2048 and then just look, look at that. That is, that mm. is Devin. Look at that. That's fucking beautiful. Yeah, man.
1: It's definitely a lot of progress. Yeah. Um, The developer who actually is working on this, uh, Obviously, it's an online handle, so we're probably going to butcher it. But uh, FrangarCJ, um, mm-hmm. he also uh, made a lot of progress on the PS Vita and the PS TV with RetroArch. So he has some experience with these PlayStation consoles and just so it's a kind bit. of prud- proven himself to be uh, pretty reputable. So I would imagine this is going to progress nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's really cool to
0: see these changes are happening. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. And. Uh, should, should I take the, the next retro arch here, the final one we're going to talk about, or you want to nab this one?
1: Uh, I can, sure. Sure, go, pick ahead. It up. So go ahead. So, we do have retro arch progress on another console uh, by PlayStation, and that is the PS2, which is <laughs> funny enough. Um, it's not actually being worked on by the same developer. It is not. Um, this developer is FJ True JY. <laughs> FJ uh, I, I believe, yeah, uh, FJ Trugy? Uh yeah, FJ truji So that's what I'd say. We'll go with that, and um, it's a lot uh, earlier on than the last one. Uh, it sounds like only a couple of cores work right now: twenty forty-eight mm-hmm. and Quick NES. Um, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't a flawless run on
0: that uh, either. Well, e- even on that, I think those might be like some of the only cores we'd be able to get. Right? Are you talking about just performance-wise and mm-hmm. whatnot? Yeah, yeah, it's very true.
1: Um, So, yeah, we'll see what comes out of this. But one thing I thought was actually really interesting is that um, a lot of people are saying that this actually works on the PS3
0: and the PS4 as yes. a PS2
1: classic package?
0: So I was going to say, yeah, The technically the, the PS3 gets two versions of RetroArch and the PS4 also gets two versions of RetroArch because on each of those systems, you can build yourself a PS2 RetroArch package and install that. Yeah. So you can have PS3 RetroArch and PS2 RetroArch on the PS3 and the same thing with PS4. So Maybe it
1: wouldn't be worth it in any sense, but um, do you know how the emulation works on this? I mean, would this be a more capable emulator, perhaps, with it
0: running on a PS3 or a PS4? No, because the it, it's not like... It would, there might be, like, minute improvements, but it's yes. not like it's going to drastically right. improve it, because, you're, because still you're still emulating f- the original
1: hardware, you're or the original still memory amount. Yeah,
0: exactly. You, you are trying to emulate the original system as close to it as possible, and then put, you know, like, filter improvements and such and clean things up on there but that would be about it it's just cool it's it's one of those things hey we can do because we can do because we can mod right and it sounded like it didn't actually take any
1: extra effort it just happened to work because of the way
0: everything is set up exactly ps3 has backwards compatibility ps4 has the ps2 emulator which you can package you know ps2 isos and all that in there so yeah just it worked out pretty well so hats off to Sony were really making like some pretty good backwards compatibility and emulation. I would say so. Yeah. And then of course the homebrew community for latching onto that. Right. <laughs> They've made an emulator that runs an emulator. Well, mm-hmm. it's pretty fascinating. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So I know you were pretty interested in this next topic. Oh
0: my goodness. Yes. And there's even been some people in our chat here who've said that they didn't even know about this being a thing, but what is going on in japan there might be a ban on modding so yeah any of our japanese viewers if you're from there stay safe on this but we're gonna try and delve into this and i even this one of those things i i did a decent amount of research on this topic i'd say and i'm like look devin Can you look into this too? Because I'm just sitting here kind of confused. I pretty much
1: (laughs) came away with the uh, exact same findings that you did. Okay. So no, I mean, I guess I kind of understand it. I wouldn't say I'm confused, but I am wondering what kind of impact this is actually going to have. Sure. So uh, what we're talking about here is, yeah, some changes have been made to either some interpretations or some actual law in Japan Mm -hmm. surrounding – I don't even know what, how to broaden
0: this, but some like
1: digital tampering and it's and modification the, the of unfair data.
0: competition protection act. And and by the right. way, so this is we're going to get into it a little bit. But one of, one of the first outliers here is this is. A translated Japanese page so I don't speak Japanese I don't read Japanese I'm literally running this through Google Translate right now
1: and also to be fair this is a page off officially off of the ACCS uh, which is located in Japan Mm -hmm. which is a civil organization and is not uh, related to the government actually officially whatsoever that is correct so which, yeah, I mean, we can get into this now or later, but I'm still having trouble with finding out exactly what the ACCS does. Yeah,
0: so so in regards to this, first of all, looking at this from the and and I can't guarantee we're going to debunk anything, and I'm not even sure what we're going to come out, out with in the end here. I'm just saying that. But um, first of all, you come here, you take a look at this revision. It was made on December 6th. And the main thing we're talking about here is what has become illegal under the revision of the law. It says here. All the following acts become a legal competition and become illegal. 1. Transfer of tools and programs to remodel, save data of game software, etc. 2. Serial code and product key not authorized by software maker are sold separately, sell it on internet auction, etc. or post it on the internet. 3. Perform remodeling of save data, substitute remodeling of game machines. So... So this is essentially their interpretation
1: of the law changes and what they think would fall within that at this point.
0: Yeah, and stressing that, ACCS's interpretation. That's also been then translated from Japanese to English to Google Translate. Correct. (laughs) So when,
1: when I was kind of Googling the ACCS and stuff, I had found several things online from mostly Japanese translated websites, and it seemed like the ACCS would advise companies like either i don't know if it was approaching them or advising them or whatever maybe they were people would pay to resource them out i would love to know if anyone has anybody i you know or any idea in the chat but yeah it seemed like they would give advice a lot of the time to these companies mm-hmm. on like what would be perhaps illegal or not or fall within these
0: guidelines sure um, like telling a company hey this is legal this is false. right you can go after this person for doing this thing I with your game
1: didn't necessarily
0: not that this isn't true but i didn't necessarily
1: get the vibe that the accs were people that were actually pursuing people no and finding them and like actually going after them whether it was themselves or you know turning them into law enforcement or something like that mm-hmm. um, so all that considered you know what i mean
0: yeah absolutely now, then the reason why, because I wasn't initially doubting this here, but it's actually, I, I can even link on this Reddit thread here and I'll kind of show it. Now, this person really, and this again, take it with a grain of salt here, they really did some good work on here, I feel like. And they were essentially saying that this is the first thing that was brought up to me where they're saying, hey, ACCS is a civil organization. As you were saying, you know, this is not the law, this is the interpretation, but um, but even then they were saying that this does not this might not necessarily mean that these acts like emulating games, um modding your game system, modifying save games and the other one, uh, I think Act two was forbidding uh, reselling of keys and all that right it was yeah, i I have a feeling honestly these these act revisions they're really trying to curb you know um g two a key piracy and um, uh, cheating on online games because that's getting right. to be a big thing and a big business disruptor but the point is on here like well even the first th- one of the first things I was seeing was neither sales of pro action replay or save editor have been discontinued and apparently these companies have even been contacted and they've said no we're not we're really not ceasing operation this doesn't change anything with us and those are save editors for the PS4 that are being sold worldwide including in Japan
1: hmm right Now, I don't know. Do you know exactly how recent this change in the law occurred?
0: Um, It it had to happen before December 6th. It had happened sometime late 2018, if anything, because this from the ECCS was December 6th. Right,
1: right. So um, it's also possible that these companies could be kind of in a wait-and-see environment Um, because as we're going to probably get into in here in just a second, um, overall, the official government statement is kind of – it's it's a lot more. It doesn't like spell it out like that for me. Yeah. I don't know.
0: yeah, yeah, and we and again we have a translated version of the official government statement. But g- go ahead and spit this. <laughs> sure. So the official source says this amendment, in order
1: to set up an environment to economically stimulate the use of data, the act of illegally obtained or uh, the act of illegally obtaining specialized data provided by a partner who manages it in tandem with an ID or password, which I think is an interesting. Inclusion.
0: Just a bit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, who manages it in tandem with an ID or password has been newly positioned as an unfair business practice and the civil recomp- recomp- recompense?
0: Recompense. Recompense. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think
1: I've ever said that out loud. <laughs> of such measures as ceased and desist has been set up for it. Furthermore, the providing of services that exist to bypass technical restriction methods has also been positioned as an unfair business practice, and acts in regard to technical restriction methods have been expanded to fall under unfair business practice. So, few key things. So, sure. uh, so stimulate ec- or yeah, economically stimulate the use of data. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's just talking about really trying to like.
0: Profit off of online services. Sure. So okay. selling like let's say Runescape gold or something right. like that. Yeah. Right. Really going back here. But <laughs> yeah. There's all kinds of gems of what whatever kind. You know mm-hmm. what I mean these days. Um,
1: and getting it, obtaining it from a third party who manages it with an ID or passwords so or some kind of an online gaming thing like you were kind of alluding to. sure
0: yeah again this uh, a lot of these laws i feel like that would be changing or really pertaining to protecting online games and such because again that's that's big business now in 2019 whether you like it or not
1: so and furthermore the providing of services that exist to bypass technical restriction methods so i mean that could be interpreted in several ways for cheating online yeah um
0: so playing online using cheat engine something like that to add gold to your character or give yourself infinite health you know use wireshark to manipulate the packets and All like what we right. talked about a few months ago with the Vault 76 beta right so i guess part of um you know what, what where, how far does this
1: stretch the accs has their own interpretation which is Correct. weird because it seems like a stretch for me but i do see some yeah. language in here that could be like you know the what is it the technical biocast technical restrictions or whatever that seems like that could be jailbreak flexed yeah that's that's the first thing i think of We're i think of jailbreaking like you even know. outside of piracy um just installing s- software you're not supposed to be running exactly compiled by third parties right um so yeah it's really i don't know the accs has their own interpretation
0: but it's <clears throat> gonna be really interesting to see how this shapes up i think it's gonna be one of those things there's not going to be any sort of Because this is what the government's saying. ACCS has their interpretation, and there's not going to be a firm definition of what this is blocking unless this does go to a Japanese court.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, that's one thing I was... When I I was reading this stuff, I was worrying about that. Like, is this going to be something where a lot of things just go um, untouched, and then somebody selectively gets targeted, and this is brought up right? But, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of other people continue to operate. um, It's only used when it's convenient. Right. Uh, That would kind of... That wouldn't be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. So, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how this goes. And that's why I think also reading this, if I was one of those companies, I would literally probably be like, no, I'm going to wait and see. Um, You know, they obviously talked about facilitating uh, cease and desists, mm-hmm. which wouldn't be good for business. But, you know,
0: probably better than going to jail immediately or something. Yeah. But,
1: yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I think we're just going to have to see how it plays out and see what kind of examples are made of all this.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So I don't know if anybody has any further insight that they could provide in regards to any type of ban in Japan. But I guess our, our final thoughts on it, like, do you think it's banned? Yes or no? Because, I I mean, it, it looks like to me, you know, the technical bypassing technical restrictions, yes, that could be... That could very well be a modding ban right there. Yeah. But it just seems to be so loose that we're not going to see it tested unless it's contested in the court of law.
1: Right. I'm kind of on the same page as you. I don't I, I, I don't see this. I guess is modding banned. That's up for debate. Will we see like a big exodus of this kind of thing in Japan entirely and it become a big deal overnight? I don't think so. Okay. Right on. Yeah, it's laws are weird man yeah especially <laughs> around technology yeah because <laughs> you know they outlaw modding and next thing you know the definition of modding is nearly changed
0: well even, <laughs> even one thing that, that was i mean because the, the problem is with the stretch like even in the reddit thread they were saying like hey if we really want to we could say that if, if we're going to say remodeling is what the word they use remodeling save data is illegal so saving your game could be interpreted as illegal interesting yeah yeah Cause that's changing save data, so. Right. Yeah. It's all weird, so.
1: Oh well. Wait and see, I guess. Wait and see, I guess. <laughs> I suppose I'm glad it, it's not
0: here. Yeah. So. Just a bit. Good luck, Japan. Good luck, Japan. Aside from that, we love you and your cat cafes and. What else is What else is good in Japan? Oh, too many things. Okay. We'll have to do a, a mod chat plus maybe about that.
1: Okay. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so so. I think we've kind of wrap that one up a bit i feel like it too so let's go ahead and move on and i really want you to take this one excuse me guys okay um because i think you've had some experience with it it looks like just a tiny bit and literally just a tiny bit (laughs) you've probably been uh keeping up with the developer a little bit more than i have Mm -hmm. so sure go for it
0: sure so this is one thing we're going to be talking about we're talking about PS3 exploit, which it looks like we also tonight have one of the members in there, Jason. So Jason, thank you so much, aka Escort2, for joining us in chat. He's a regular mod chat listener and watcher. Yeah, it's which really we're always cool. thankful for on that. But yeah, we have something from PS3 exploit for all PS3s on the latest firmware. So this works on 4.82 and 4.83, from what I understand, and this is called Store Hacks. Now, before anybody gets super, super, super excited, like, oh my god, we got hacks on all the systems now, uh, this only modifies the PlayStation Store, which gives you a page like this, and then you press the triangle button, and you get your console's PlayStation ID and IDPS. So essentially, you're active... The PSID, well, that's that's not the activation file, but you get the PSID for it. And the IDPS is essentially your console's sensitive information, which would be binded to that and it's individual on each system. So it's even saying right here, this is not an exploit. This will not allow custom firmware install. This will not allow hand install or enable. This will retrieve your uni- unique console ID. And that's all it is. And it uses a method that I had never seen before. So I got to test this a little bit beforehand uh, on my 4.82 system. And if you're on 4.82, really what you do, if you're on a regular custom firmware system or you're on hand, you take the store hacks package file, you install it, and then you end up launching store hacks. And it just, again, brings you to that screen, which like that screen that I showed above, And then right here, looks a little something like that. That's all it gives you. And then you can stash away that information for whatever you're wanting to do. Now on 4.83, since you can't install Han and you can't install custom firmware on that, what you need to do is you need to restore this. So you get a different thing. Instead of a installable package, you get a restore package. And what that does is you load it onto your flash drive, pop it into the system, obviously, and then you go to your settings, you restore from a backup, and the backup is called Store Hacks, and then from there, it ends up wiping your system, installs this backup that you had of your hard drive, reboots your system, rebuilds your database, and then you're able to launch Store Hacks from there. So the Store Hacks is
1: not, <clears throat> excuse me, geez, got a lot of stuff in my chest today. Store Hacks is not actually a backup file itself, it's kind of like a pointer almost.
0: Uh, I guess you can say that, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and and the backup method and the reason why you have to do that, like I mentioned, is because like that's just the install method for this. And when you back up, it's just kind of a feature of the PS3. It wipes everything on there, right? To restore your backup. Gotcha. Yeah. No, it's definitely neat. Well, yeah, it's definitely fascinating. It is. It, it is. almost
1: reminds me a little bit of like a old like school iPod jailbreak or something or iPhone jailbreak. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, just oh, like you're talking about when you had to build your own IPSW yeah, right, right. and like I think you had to you had to launch something that would kind of poison your iTunes temporarily so to speak mm-hmm. and you built your own installable file and then you would use that poisoned instance of iTunes to install that file and then once mm-hmm. you installed it over you then had jailbroken iDevice.
1: Interesting. Uh Do, who's actually or escort Deuce is yeah. <laughs> actually in our chat right now. Yeah. He said, "If you want to keep data, you could make a backup and in- inject uh, store hacks into the backup." Very interesting. Um, I
0: didn't see that from here because I guess right. that that's not added on this, of course. But right, yeah, so it,
1: there are ways apparently around actually losing all your data. So that's still cool to know.
0: Yeah. And actually, I even hear more advanced users may want to make a sector-by-sector copy of Hard Drive prior to race, get IDPS, and restore to save time creating accounts, signing into Sin, SYN, restoring games, licenses, patches, cash, DLC, etc. So right now, I mean, uh, I, I love the tech behind it. I think this is cool. It's just it's not going to be... A lot of users just won't be too thrilled about either making your own backup and injecting it or... Um, wiping your system. For me, I didn't care all too much, but mine didn't have to wipe on there. But um, I haven't seen all too much about this method here. I did highlight that I did see, I believe it was um, Billy Kebon- Keblonkey, I want to say. I don't know how to say your last name, dude. I'm sorry, Jamaican dude on YouTube Mm-hmm-hmm. who does who does modding tutorials. Um, he had made a video showing that you can install custom firmware to official firmware games. using a method similar to this which is essentially you have to take a disc-based game you build it using custom firmware to official firmware and then essentially you build your own backup with the updates with the licenses and everything in there um what else is it you then build the database and then you restore that so that's a way to install games but again it's kind of like a one-shot thing you can't just keep adding games that way it's more you pick like the 10 games you want to install you build your bundle, and then you back up from that. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah.
1: I know we've talked about it once or twice before, but I had no experience with it. Yeah. Well, should we give a little shout out to... Abs-
0: absolutely.
1: Oh, wow. Always with the names. Katsu Katsu Kyojin. <laughs> I hope that's how we say your name. Um, Love the show. Can't believe I finally can watch it live. Well, we're glad you can watch it live, but we're glad to have you listen anytime. Absolutely. And we really appreciate the $5 that you just sent our way. That is super dope. And uh, I don't know. It's It's always weird when people give us money. Just a bit. but we're very thankful but like it helps
0: with things like the table for example right
1: if you've been watching for very long at all you'll know that this table and a lot of the equipment that we're using behind the scenes is pretty much I mean mostly if not all has come from the mod chat money yeah
0: at least helpful yeah quite yeah. a bit Mo- mod chat loses money because it gets money and then I, first of all it's not even like really profitable <clears throat> really profitable no, dude, I'm, even i'm the contagious money- <laughs> you're contagious man <laughs> but even the stuff i do get i try and put back into the show but yeah. i think i think we're at a calm point now because i pretty much i got the table the way i want it i got the computer i got the the audio visual hardware and everything the only thing I've considered doing an upgrade on later is like the camera that we're using. Right. But that's not really an added expense because it would be my own camera that I use for my own videos that I'd plop right here.
1: Right. So Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's it's definitely going to a good place. Yeah. And thanks to you, again, I've known a shout oh, you out thank for this you. before, but you put in uh, we were even gonna go table shopping and something came up. Yes. So you put in like pretty much all the effort in all these upgrades. Yeah. I try. I try. (laughs) Still wish I could have been there for the table, but it came out good. It would have been
0: great. And yeah, yeah. It was one of those things. Like, honestly, this color was kind of questionable. But like, literally everyone who's seen it, they're just like, oh, this matches the area really nicely. And I'm like, you see why I picked this?
1: Well, gray is a weird table color for me to buy. It is. Like, it's not your standard. Yeah. Brown, black. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. We've already been over table chat before. We have. So. We have when I was drunk last month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Oh I can't God. believe it. Dude, it I, feels like it's, it couldn't possibly only be January. It feels like I so know. much has happened.
0: And by the way, I, I don't know if I really highlighted this on last month's Mod Chat, but like my girlfriend was listening in the whole time, and she had complained to me multiple times that I needed to stop burping because I just couldn't stop. Yeah. <laughs> like when I'd go to the bathroom and come back, i check on her. She's just like, stop burping for the love of God. Yeah. You have some unique burps. Hey, man.
1: Anyway, so recently I saw someone, uh, XBMC Mods for Xbox. Are you guys covering anything on the Switch? What do you I know? don't know.
0: Are we covering anything we on the Switch? We did
1: not cover something on the Switch. I mean, be it's got to happen at some point. Pretty much since
0: the Switch has come out, have we gone a month without covering Switch news? I don't think so. I don't think so either.
1: No. But I want to go on record again and say that we, we called the early hacks we did we definitely we should have actually put some kind of betting thing out there we should have have made a poll or something yeah But anyways (laughs) anyways good news is we are there already there's lots of updates going on truly truly starting with an update from nintendo actually uh
0: oh what
1: did we get so i don't know i saw this and got kind of excited because i have a switch that i keep updated but 7.0 has been released officially i don't think
0: i flashed 7.0 onto my system yet I don't know if I've actually done the update. I haven't turned it on in probably a little over a week. I haven't turned it on while connected to Wi-Fi. Yeah. Surprisingly. I'm Most of my Switch usage is offline while I'm at work. But what about those patches, man? I, I get them when I get them. Yeah. <laughs> well, this uh, user-facing
1: doesn't seem to be excuse me, the biggest update. Now, I you're the burping bur- one. Yeah, right? At least, <laughs> at least I don't burp like you, man. <laughs> It did come up with a quickness, though.
0: Yeah, so for for anybody who's user-facing, you now get 7.0.0 in your version number, and you get a Toadette icon, apparently. You, yeah. you get some icons for new Super Mario Bros. U something? I, th- I think that's what it is.
1: Yeah, so yeah. six new icons for Super new Super Mario Bros. U deluxe. A Deluxe, uh, that's it. <laughs> right. Um, there's also some additional language support, and of course... Stability updates. Stability updates. Right.
0: It's so fucking stable.
1: Right, right, right. More stable than ever. Yep. Now, uh, while this didn't, I I was a little, seemed a little lack, uh, gosh, I can't even speak tonight. A little lackluster uh, to me. uh, Our good friend Cyrus M did come on the scene and kind of shed a little bit of light on this. He did. He did. Um, so he kind of went on Twitter and was saying, you know, for all these people complaining about no new changes, uh, 7.0 is actually a uh, significant, uh, or actually definitely deserving of a major bump. Besides usual anti-hacker stuff, 7.0 has a major API changes, new services and everything. Uh, they also seem to have turned on optimization flags in a lot of sys modules. Um, basically, the point is that Nintendo has spent months, hasn't, it's not like Nintendo has spent months doing nothing but anti-hacker stuff and then bumped the version number to meme on people. Uh, there's what looks like a big additional changes at the OS API level, probably to facilitate stuff for games uh, in o- future OS updates. Um, so, you know, I don't know if we have many details on what these new APIs do, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, there's we, we could be seeing games utilize some different things or, you know, system settings and features that uh, weren't possible before. So...
0: Yeah, I mean, Well, well t- TLDR of it so far, it does make several under-the-hood tweaks that stopped custom firmware, so people are advised right now to not update to 7.0.0, and this alert was made, and Devin, it was two hours later, two hours later, I'm just really stressing that, where the people who were reversing seven zero said, oh wait, we cracked it, never mind, we good. Yeah. Like, still don't update yet, because now at this point, all the custom firmwares have to integrate the changes to be compatible with 7.0, but it was cracked open within two hours. Now,
1: did you see, <laughs> I guess I don't remember exactly the language, but did you see if this was an exploit they happened to have laying around still that just still worked, perhaps, that they hadn't released yet, or was this, like, a brand new exploit that was found already?
0: No, 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 it's, I mean, they don't even really need an exploit to this, they really just need to add the compatibility. they they need to see right. what is well, I'm yeah, very yeah, much simplifying expert. it here. But I mean, they with need Fused to use jelly. It's
1: easy to get Yeah. The RCM 80% exploits. The way. <laughs> yeah.
0: The, so the affected the the boot ROM exploitable switches at a hardware level will never be able to be patched. Nintendo can only patch the custom firmware and essentially all they can really do for that is kind of put in a stopgap that would temporarily break custom firmware functionality until all the dedicated reverse engineers and hackers out there find out, you know, get get the firmware decrypted, see what's going on with it, and then figure out how to boot custom firmware on there and integrate those changes into the other custom firmwares.
1: Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I did – when I was thinking about this uh, article, I was – and I laughed at the whole 7.0 thing because a lot of people – complaining that there wasn't enough changes, but it also makes me go back to like, I guess what version numbers were originally meant for and how Mm -hmm. things like Apple and Android have really put a different meaning to the version number. Sure. You know, a lot of times it doesn't really matter what has changed under the hood or what, but it's still going to be a new version number. Yeah. Could be hardly anything has changed, just stability things, no new APIs, no new features. And it's a new version number because it's a new year. If there's this many uh, API changes and maybe even a lot of like breaking changes, you know, those major version numbers are what those uh, things are reserved for, right? Are breaking changes usually.
0: Absolutely. Uh,
1: When we're talking about let's say like a piece of software like a library or uh, let's say an API, there's a major version number change that usually indicates that there is probably going to be some breaking changes and you cannot expect to just upgrade and continue using. Mm Whereas the second and third number are much more reserved for things like you should be able to like upgrade your library, get bug fixes, and maybe you'll have new functionality you can utilize if you want, but you should be able to upgrade without having to like modify your code or whatever. Sure. So perhaps this version number is almost more valuable to like, let's say actual game developers, right? when targeting the 7.0 firmware, this is where a lot of breaking changes may happen.
0: I can totally see that.
1: And if you want to get the more optimized things and new API access, you have to r- realize it's going to be some breaking changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have access to all that. So I don't either. speculation? <laughs> that would make more sense, you know what I mean? You're, Especially You're, with you're what just what talking
0: said. about, like, from a general deve- of a, production development standpoint. Right, more of like an
1: engineering look at the version number as opposed to a consumer who's, like, new and shiny, right? Yeah. Version number does not necessarily mean new and shiny. Um, and that's just a lot of that you know stuff really goes behind the scenes Mm -hmm. agreed anyways that was my little tangent
0: yeah no all good stuff like that is absolutely appreciated
1: (laughs) um should we move on to the next thing then
0: yes i thought this was cool so this is is
1: cool i don't know have you so i guess let's let's dive into it yeah uh open Lara.
0: open Lara
1: has been ported to the switch
0: now i had actually never heard of this Until you posted this. Really? Have you? Um, I heard of it a little bit. This is, in short, a classic Tomb Raider open source engine. So you can now play... It's it's just porting Tomb Raider onto whatever it is, and it's completely open source. It's now available on the Switch. It is, granted... This looks as good as it can for a game from 96, right. but I think it looks fantastic, and from what I've seen, it plays at, like, 60 frames on the Switch.
1: Right. It looks great. I mean, I remember playing this game back in the day. It was definitely a classic, and I would love to give this a shot. I'm sure it would be extremely nostalgic to go back. Yeah. I haven't played it since around that, that time, to just be honest. Like,
0: that looks so clean and clear. Right,
1: right, right. Wow. When, when you've got, like, a good resolution, too, we're talking about, like, but back in the day, if you were not running a good graphics card, uh, you probably were running at a really low resolution. Mm-hmm. So just bumping that up for the Switch.
0: Now, Devin, I, I want to show you something on here. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna show all the stream on here, all right? Check this out. I thought this was really cool because I linked it to one of my coworkers today, and we were just kind of both mind blown. So I'll click WebGL build with demo level. So let- let's go ahead and do this just while-, while we're on the stream here. There we go. Check this out. It took 20, 30 seconds. Even Devin's doing it on his. Mm-hmm. But right now in my browser, right, this is Firefox. Just right now in the browser, I can play this. Oh look, the, look at the old school PlayStation controller. I love that. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's pretty sweet. Oh man, it's so interesting. They ported the actual PlayStation, or oh no, this is no where your controller. This, op- that's just the settings. Yeah, gotcha.
0: this is this is you know a PC build and everything. But yeah, sure. Start game. All right. Just look. I think this is it's it's the yeah, it's actual game. It's the actual game. I'm playing so. this right here on the browser. <laughs> oh man.
1: So I guess this isn't necessarily directly tied to the switch port, right? No, this it's is not. Just...
0: this is this is OpenLara itself, but I just want to show people how excited right. I am about this and how cool this is where it's literally portable on the browser here.
1: i need to look up the controls
0: man i don't know oh my god are we just gonna sit here and play (laughs) two single player copies of tomb raider it's not co-op is it (laughs) no it's not unfortunately but But even so just looking at this i think it looks great
1: but yeah i mean this is just more this just uh, to me shows the potential of the switch and whatnot i mean we've got a really good foundation here for all kinds of different projects um I don't know if there. The first thing I kind of thought of when I saw this was are there like mods for OpenLara?
0: There has to be.
1: Yeah, I would be surprised if there weren't. I'm sure it'd be
0: like Doom, for example, or Doom, you just load up a WAD file.
1: Right. (laughs) But I couldn't find anything specifically on that, especially for the Switch. So who knows if those actually work. But. Yeah, I think this is pretty sweet, and I'm mm-hmm. probably gonna give it a try at some point. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm excited about this for the Switch. I'm just like, it just the cherry on top was when I saw that you could play it in your browser. It definitely makes me want to actually do it. You all saw more. that. You all saw <laughs> that. <laughs>
1: Not if you're listening, and if you are, then you should definitely check out the YouTube video
0: sometime. Yeah. Or come see us live. Yeah, how there were just like a a few seconds of just silence as we were both sitting there playing. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully they heard the keyboard clicks (laughs) to add to like the ASMR qualities. (laughs) Absolutely. I I, I was going to say, I mean, I could even like kind of just like lean back, do the whole uh, whole like World of Warcraft dude from South Park thing. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. You need more drool. I do. Yeah, <laughs> and I need one of those. Uh, what the hell is the thing that you wear on? like the? Oh, like a, a wrist brace thing? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyways, open lore on the Switch. Cool stuff. Check Definitely it out. Props to the developers for doing mm-hmm. that. Um, our next thing is pretty interesting, too. It is. So we're still in Switch territory. We've got a decent bit of news here. And this one is actually uh, kind of a a n- nice hacky open source kind of project based around actually getting pretty much any controller to map to the switch. Oh, so do you want to go ahead and take this one?
0: I think you might know a little bit more about the do technical I, aspect I can, of it, to be I honest. Do it. So, so, yeah, I don't mind you taking it.
1: Um, there, you know, there's only so much to say about this. A lot of the work has been done by this, uh, guy on GBA temp here, Sassori I believe he's done the bulk bo- yeah, of the work here. But, um, You needed several components here: a serial adapter, an Arduino, a Raspberry Pi, this flip thing, which I tried to pull up, and it it was having the website was having issues loading earlier. So Mm -hmm. I'm not actually sure what the flip is. Um, It says it supports in-system programming of flash devices through RS232 USB or CAN. Um, Someone who does more hardware hacking stuff. Okay, it's loading up slowly. Yeah, I can't. I think it's getting a hug of death.
0: There we go. All right. I can't get an image, though, I can't. De- okay, so. <laughs> so it's both of us. dead. Yeah. All right. And this was
1: like this before, too. Um, I even checked it yesterday and couldn't get it to pull. So, I mean, maybe if you read through the instruction, instructions, you'll have a better idea. Or if you're more of kind of a hardware hacker, maybe mm-hmm. this is some standard to you guys. Um, but, yeah, he's kind of got instructions on how to set this all up. Um, it sounds like he. this is all based off of work from Shiny Quagsire, who reverse engineered the Pokken controller. Um. So there's kind of some links here uh, with this post. And I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I don't know if this is something that I'm actually going to set up. But I don't think I, I'm going to set it up either. Yeah. But I just
0: I think this stuff is cool.
1: It is. And even, you know, you're thinking about, I guess, what controller. Why would you want to use something different if we've, you know, I think the pro controller works pretty well. Yeah. The Joy-Cons aren't bad either. But there is a cool video out there uh, that was on Reddit where someone actually used a keyboard and mouse. Yes. And This was for Splatoon, which is probably one of the better games that I can think of
0: for using a keyboard and mouse. Right on. And it's it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's talking here and everything. You're not going to hear the audio on this, but he's just showing that that is his little Arduino board itself. That's all the rest of the adapters that are there. And then he's got it all hooked up to his keyboard and mouse setup. And then he's going to show it actually controlling everything in Splatoon. And it seems to work just fine as the Pro Controller.
1: Right. Yeah, If this was something that was bundled up that could support a lot of different controllers without reflashing anything, um, I would be interested in it. Like in a, It's in a neat little package. For sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be going out of my way to actually set all this up and buying the Arduino and an extra Pi and everything.
0: I'm personally not going to, but I think this is cool as hell.
1: Right, because even if, on the video here, if you're listening, uh, he's using the keyboard to walk around like you would expect, the WASD keys, the mouse to actually look
0: around in splatoon, the scroll wheel to zoom in. Um, I bet people would go ham over this, yes. like, get this is some dedicated to Splatoon players, my god
1: Yeah, absolutely um, It honestly makes me kind of wish that Nintendo would support this just through the USB mm-hmm. I mean, dang, keyboard and mouse on the Switch for some of these things would actually be kind of cool Yeah,
0: I know, but the thing is, there's um, several, I know, for example, on the Xbox One uh, they're starting to support keyboard and mouse now, but it's very much on a per developer basis. Like I believe Overwatch developers, Blizzard, Activision Blizzard in this case, they've said no keyboard and mouse support for the Xbox One version of Overwatch wow. because, dude, that's not fair. <laughs> yeah, that's true, I guess, if it's, if, especially
1: if there's no cross-platform play, right? Yeah. But yeah. something like uh, Fortnite, let's say. That is pretty heavy on the cross-platform play. Mm -hmm. Or perhaps even Rocket League. Maybe somebody prefers the keyboard and mouse. And those
0: are games that you don't necessarily get... You don't get a giant boost in... it's not, perf- I guess, performance. You don't get a giant performance boost on controller versus keyboard and mouse. I mean, you say that, but it's Fortnite. I mean, that's a No, 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 I, no, no, but I'm talking about, like, Rocket League. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With Fortnite, I could see that. Like, w- with almost any shooter, I can see that being a big issue. For sure. Yeah. I know, like, initially, I want to say when Minecraft was in development, uh, the developers had gone on record and said that they did have cross-platform working between PC and console copies and they disabled it because they said that w- during their beta testing the PC players always kicked console players asses every single time right. no competition and they were just like we can't we're not going to we can't retool the game completely for this and i think now there is i believe on minecraft there is now um you know worlds and you can do cross platform and all that stuff across everything but initially they decided against it because of the unfair advantage wow
1: yeah, I don't doubt it at all. I mean, obviously, it's not for everyone. Those are probably more of the extreme cases. Sure. A lot of times. Um, but yeah, I can definitely see it. So I wonder if we'll see, like, next month a bunch of, like, Japanese hackers with their, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> their switches with the keyboard and mouse. Yeah. Shredding on there, Splatoon. There,
0: there could be. <laughs>
1: Tune in uh, next month.
0: <laughs> Tune in next month. Yeah. So continuing on with the Switch stuff, we, uh, We've talked about the switch me board, haven't we? We have definitely. We have. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm sure there's people in the comment section here who have the uh the, the switch me board or have at least messed with it. We did get we did not get a switch me, but from I believe X forty one we each got switch mod chips that right. are similar to the Switch Me, at least kind of in functionality and all that. But this in short is a board it, I guess the mod chip boot chip so to speak uh, which just allows you to get into RCM and all that stuff without having to do the crazy combination and having to jig your console and all that stuff so there was a little bit of drama that happened I really don't want to cover that but at the end of that drama Rebug ended up open sourcing SwitchMe so here is an example straight from their website of the SwitchMe M0 dev board it says build your own SwitchMe this zip contains gerbers and bill of materials to build your own SwitchMe or just have them assembled for you. Included in the readme text, there is a link for $5 off at PCBway.com. Please visit our Git for all the latest files and tutorials, and they link it right there. So if you want to build your own SwitchMe, you can do so now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've looked at the contents a little bit. I don't. I'm sure Gerber's is a standard format for some kind of, like, PCB that, modification. Correct.
0: Yes, yeah, so that that is what you need to actually build out, the PCBs right. and such.
1: Um, but we've got a little bit of information on the README here, and like it said, there's, like, a link to the where you can just buy the PCB if you want to go ahead and get that mm-hmm. and just print it out. Um, so, yeah, this is pretty neat. Uh, probably think it's good for the community. I don't know if there was um, – you know, I'd be curious if there's any findings that came out of this because it seems like we pretty much had this all figured out. A lot of different people were making – very similar boards. Sure. So, um, sure. You know,
0: as I said, this, this kind of came from a a, a drama between, uh, two people who they, one of them was saying, Hey, I did all the work on here and such. And it was just kind of a, just some drama that was going on. And then at the end, you know, the people from Rebug had ended up saying, I think it was, um, evil sperm who had released it. He just said, you know what? Like here, everyone have it there. Now no one's gonna fight over the rights to it. Everyone can have Switch Me. Gotcha.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, worse things could have happened. Yeah. That's for sure.
0: Yep. Like one of the things here that might be happening. <laughs> right. Well, this is
1: this. Uh, kind of, you know this topic kind of had my head going back and forth a couple times. I wasn't exactly sure what was going on. Sure. But you know, recently we've heard of various different things with modding, uh, whether it's selling legal consoles with games on them preloaded or something like that um, so we're no not too much of a stranger these kind of things but in the uk the police arrested a man over nintendo switch modding yes um, they did And warned about game pirates essentially so this was kind of interesting from what i understand this guy was modding consoles but wasn't distributing with games
0: well they didn't say that he was and they didn't say that he wasn't
1: right well i guess so here is uh, we can go through some highlights here. Go ahead, yeah. Um, so it says the city of London's pol- city of London Police's Intellectual Property Crime Unit arrested an alleged Nintendo Switch modder this month. The man was suspected of infringing Nintendo's copyrights, but got off with a caution. All right. So at the same time, the the PIPCU warned those who are considering buying modded consoles or downloading uh, pirated games. They use I guess the police were using language like modders are criminals. But again, they and, just gave this guy a warning and let him go. Yeah. Uh, so what does that really
0: say? I don't know. I, I don't know if they didn't find pirate materials or if they did find pirated materials he was distributing and they decided to not charge him with that or what well, exactly was going on. I'm wondering if it had but,
1: nothing to do with pirated materials.
0: For Yeah. For, well, from what I understand, even this, when I saw this post in many different places, a lot of people in the UK were even confused with it because there's like no... That's been known, like just only modding a console, that's been known to be legal. So, right. what was the issue here? Right. And even
1: here, there's a quote um, from, I guess, the uh, PIPCU's uh, detective constable Daryl Friat or Friat. If you, if you buy a game console <laughs> that gives illegal access to private content, not that comes with it right yeah this is like an access. enablement yeah. you could be exposed to malware and identity crime he adds urging customers to play safe and play fair so again <laughs> this is like this is this, all the language here is the only way i can interpret it is that it really was just modding services or selling pre-modded consoles sure with no piracy no other perhaps anything no probably even like game hacking or cheating content on it or at all probably just literally modding these. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing they got caught up with it. Didn't find anything like they expected and perhaps just made a scene out of it.
0: That, that very well could be the case. Cause yeah, there wasn't a cease and desist from what I see. There was no legal filings that were made or anything of the sort. It was just the caution. Right. Yeah. Don't do it again.
1: Right. And you know, if you were in a situation like that, if I was in a situation like that and the police told me you're off with a warning, like, I wouldn't even necessarily take that as face value. Like just because you give me a warning doesn't necessarily mean what I was doing was illegal. You could let me go sure. and just craft your words. Right. Sure. Um, sometimes people are like, you know, it's not necessarily like a speeding ticket where you get off with a warning and you were definitely speeding. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So should people in the UK be worried about this? I don't necessarily
0: think so. And I, I mean, this is what we've talked about a few times before. She's like, look, if you're going to do modding services and all that, just don't don't sell the games with it. Don't do any of that shit because that's right. what's going to get companies mad. That's what's yes. really going to get you in trouble here. But Great. yeah, here that and that's why honestly the, this article not only confused but even upset some people because they're like, why would the police do that? Why was this ever a thing? If it unless there was pirated materials that were involved, right? Yeah. So so it's
1: like busting a party and don't find anything, but somebody's got to get arrested.
0: I guess I don't know It just kind of reminds me of the I mean this has been more positive stuff but like the the neighbors who did you see the story where there were some neighbors who called the police because their neighbors were being way too loud and the police came to check on this disturbance and it was just like four dudes playing smash so then the police started playing smash with them no that's yeah. hilarious, though. Yep, that <laughs> happened. It's The new Smash, <laughs> exactly. just okay. like, "Oh, can we like, since we're here already, can we like play a few rounds?" You got a GameCube controllers too? Oh, it's on. Yeah, it was pretty much just the, the the fun police were trying to call the real police, and the real police said, "Hey, you guys are just having fun." Yeah, <laughs> good. No, I hadn't heard about that. That's pretty funny, though. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah.
1: So, so not out of the Switch, uh, Switch. I don't know even what you call it. It's just a Switch dumping ground every <laughs> single month. So much stuff.
0: This one's gone a little faster than other months, I feel like, though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So Atmosphere has been steadily releasing updates. Atmosphere! And it took a long time to get like our first official release. Yes. They're cranking them out. Um, and just like every other release, they have the meme of it is yet another... Uh, Happy June 15th! June 15th, right there. <laughs> so lots of new features, bug fixes, all kinds of stuff. Um, so... In this, there seemed to be one real standout feature, um, and that was this custom warm boot firmware that was implemented. Um, so this basically fixes sleep when using a downgraded NAND by bypassing the anti-downgrade fuse checks, essentially. Um, so that's kind of the majority of what I understand about this. Uh, and I guess in the same, you know, just in the process of doing that, mm-hmm. it basically... Replaced the PK-11 binary that is uh, an encrypted binary that was developed by Nintendo to facilitate some of these operations. And so they've essentially re-implemented the entire boot process from what I understand.
0: Fantastic. Which is... Really awesome efforts made by the team. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, in many ways, the less reliance that you have on a lot of that Nintendo stuff, the better off we should be. Probably easier to even update as new firmwares come out because yeah. we've got all of that in the developers' hands now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a bunch of different API changes. Um, content Override now supports an app setting that causes all applications to be overridden with Homebrew Launcher instead of a specific title. Note, because override keys are system-wide, using this setting will prevent using mods in games.
0: Um, so every game will be Homebrew Launcher, right. I guess, yeah. So,
1: cool. um, and yeah, it just seemed like some more developer-oriented things, too not a ton aside from that warm boot firmware uh, update for the average end user. And it's even plenty of progress.
0: Yeah. And someone even asked here with a custom warm boot firmware was implemented, which does not perform anti-downgrade fuse checks. And they're asking here for me with a switch with 3.0.1 fuses and no GC and 6.2 firmware, this still won't burn my e-fuses to 6.2, right? I just want to make sure. And Cyrus said, correct. So, Right.
1: So, it, it seems stuff. like this is, I mean, as far as the fuses go, it seems like this is, you know, only better <laughs> yeah. to work with.
0: Absolutely. So. Damn, a switch and using E-fuse. I just. I think of the Xbox 360 every time. Yeah. Did, did I ever tell you about Samsung doing that on their phones? Yeah, I knew about that. Yeah, I remember one of my buddies who was a big Xbox 360 modder uh, when he was kind of getting out of the scene. So he hated the E-fuses and all that stuff. He knew all about them. And he was telling me one day, he's like, yeah, so Danny, I ended up getting this new Samsung phone. It's really awesome. But, you know, I had it rooted just the way I liked it. And then I updated it and I lost my root. And there's not a new root thing available for the latest firmware. So I was wondering, like, do you know how to downgrade this? Because um, I'm having a hard time downgrading it, too. And I just had like this big grin on my face. I'm like, you're going to hate me for saying this. But you know the e-fuses. Yeah. Samsung, use them on your phone. And you burned them when you updated. And his jaw just dropped. He's like, wait, you d- you're you talking about, like, the same E-fuses, like, on the 360 you were talking about. And I said, yes. He was, he was not happy about oh, it. Poor guy. Yeah.
1: Now, do you know not if they co- still
0: use those in newer Samsung phones? Because I don't I think don't, they do. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. That was just around, I would say, like... The S3, S4, like Note 4, Note 5 days. Was it even that late? Are you sure about that? Yeah, because I had a Samsung Galaxy S4G, and I remember the S2 did not have them. That Mm -hmm. was something that was implemented into later revisions. Uh, Not of those ones, but I think like around the S4, S5, something like that. One of the
1: reasons why I tried to stick on Nexus and Pixel phones for as long as I did.
0: Absolutely. They're good, but I mean, they're just, they got pricey. Yeah, yeah. I stayed
1: pricey. See, you're on. We're now on two different sides of the fence this year. Exactly. Because I think that your phone is still a fine, great yeah. choice. One Plus Three T. Even the newer One Plus phones.
0: I feel honestly, the, the only time I ever feel the need to upgrade this phone is when I'm trying to take a nice picture and I can't do it. And I'm just like, God damn it, this camera just sometimes sucks. Yeah. But aside from the camera, I love this phone and I haven't felt a need to upgrade. Yeah,
1: and me on the other hand, I've been. I definitely, I won't dog on Android. I think it's great, and I want to see it get better, and I'd love to go back. But mm-hmm. right now, I've been super satisfied with my iPhone XS.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I was going to ask which one it is. But
1: right. So yeah. it's, the, it's the XS, not the Max. Mm-hmm. And I've even got uh, this new smart battery case on it, and so my battery life is easily two days, mm-hmm. if not a little bit more.
0: For, for me, I don't know, this, this might be a little controversial to say, but as, like, one of, like, the three Arab people in the world that doesn't care about phones, I'm just like... Dude, like every phone that's come out in the past three years looks like an iPhone to me. I'll be honest. Even that's like, true. And I'm and no jokes, no memes on there. It's just like even when you would show me your new Pixel phones and all that yeah. stuff, that like you'd be like, "Daddy, look at this." I'm like, "Oh, did you get an iPhone?" Yeah, no. And they're I, like, "No, it's the it's and the I Pixel." Intentionally,
1: I believe tried to <laughs> trick you, and I think that was mainly the Pixel One because it had the it basically had the exact same forehead and chin ratios that the iPhones did at the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely. And that didn't bother me too much because I actually really liked the way the iPhones looked and whatnot. I was always a fan, so... They look nice, in my opinion, at least. I agree. With the notches and whatnot, it's been interesting. But I won't get on this too long. But have you seen the hole-punch phones that are coming out? No. So they're basically, like, cutting out the camera, and it's, like, showing through the screen. So the camera's, like, in the top left or right corner. What? But, like, there's screen all around it. Hole-punch phones? Yeah. Look up the... uh, Ah, I can't remember. It was I've an Honor never phone. even heard Look of it. Look at this at, at Samsung Galaxy s Huawei rivers. Honor
0: smartphone with hole-punch display is real. But yeah, that's it right there. Yeah. Uh. You want to put that on the screen? Sure, yeah. yeah man, just
1: real quick. Yeah. What, uh, <laughs> it's pretty man, ridiculous.
0: This, this site's layout sucks. Oh,
1: poor TechCrunch. crunch. Uh,
0: all right. Oh see (laughs) see how bad this is
1: yeah i don't know what's going on but there it is so yeah as you can see and there's more variations of this and it can be on the left or the right probably in the middle so it's literally like just yeah it's like they're trying to get as close as they can to the edge while also
0: oh okay i get it now yeah yeah you see I get it now. Okay. It's like they literally huh. just punched a hole in the screen. Oh, I got you. I thought I thought you were talking about the um, the back camera and I was trying to figure out I'm like oh, what no. do you like see through the f- entire phone no, itself? No, 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 like no. a keyhole or something? Not a keyhole, yeah. but like a peephole.
1: Yeah. But what I will say, I mean, it doesn't look too bad and it's like No, actually
0: that looks a lot better than I thought. Yeah, yeah,
1: and it's definitely a bit different than the notches that we've been seeing Sure. that have been very very like obviously copying. And I like that back. Yeah.
0: And like Does that thing have Wait, two cameras and a flash? I think, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Phones are just getting. The, I I sound like an old man here. Phones yeah. are just getting a little bit too ridiculous those, for me at times. Uh, Huawei phones, I
1: believe, or was it the yeah something like that? You know, I have three cameras now. So
0: right on. I just <laughs> never really. The the only time I ever care about phones is when I'm in the market for a new one, and then as soon as I get that phone, I stop caring about phones in general until I feel like I need to upgrade again. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, no, thanks for showing me that, actually. I, that that was something I had not heard of at all.
1: Yeah, it's kind of interesting, so I'm going to be curious to see how the phones evolve. Hopefully, we get a little bit more uh, originality and character in some of these phones again.
0: Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> oh, man. So, we do have, getting back on topic here. Right. We do have some Vita news, don't we? Yeah, sure, absolutely.
1: <laughs> this is something yeah. that uh, I don't know if you had much experience with, I guess, the problem that this was solving. Uh, very, very slightly, right? Very slightly, but now it looks like, um, being on a lower firmware on the PS Vita and playing higher firmware games is going to be a lot easier mm-hmm. and won't require any of the compatibility packs.
0: Yes, so. I guess, I guess we'll get on to that a little bit later, but first, like, even I guess the exciting thing here is this works even for the latest firmware, which we got a new firmware update,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I don't do, do. you know? I haven't
0: kept up with the actual firmware updates on the PS Vita at all. I mean, I'm still on 3.65 on all of my systems, but I mean, from what we can see here, is the calendar application and its background. Although, well, let's see. The, the, the things that have changed are the calendar application and its background. Although Vita Tricks didn't get patched, so it's near anyone's guess as to what Sony did. The near application, which I didn't even know about which was discontinued on July 31st, 2017. So I guess they changed that or took it out. Uh, The settings and PS Store app got changes. Some things having to do with the kernel, Twitter, and the store layout plugin. And then the food key, which we're going to be talking about, was changed, although Yifan Liu still appears to have been able to access the secure kernels, plain text, and get the master key, which means that Sony's measures didn't change much when it came to hacking. So even one thing, this is... Sony, this is a real thing. I thought this was memed, but it really isn't. Like, this is actually sitting in the secure kernel. Oh, I didn't actually see that. Holy crap. (laughs) Congratulations. You've been served. See you in court, lol. That is literally a message from Sony sitting in there.
1: Dang. Yeah. I did not see that when I looked at this before. Yeah.
0: And there's been, even I think on previous versions, there was some that said something along the lines of, congratulations, you finally gained access to the food plain text. Hmm. yeah it is straight up a developer message right there but they changed it in the latest firmware to this
1: wow <laughs> i wonder if they could actually like somehow get uh, an actual like court served serving document in there and then oh my be, god I, that would be could that be legal acceptance because you know like when you serve people papers they actually have to like accept it that's correct why, like, yeah people will like try and trick people into doing that <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious yep But that is incredible. So uh, props to Sony and props to (laughs) the refood team.
0: Yeah. And even with that, so now regardless, as long as you have a modified Vita, you can now play games still on the latest firmware because the game encryption keys have not changed to my understanding. Or I guess like the keys that would be required on this. Right. So even when it comes right down to it there, I guess the next thing we could talk about is refood. Which is a new plugin that came out, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, is that so? The Refood is the actual plugin that enables you to play games with that require newer
0: firmwares on a lower firmware. Absolutely. Right. Yes. So previously there was a way of doing this, but it only worked. So still at this point, publicly exploited the latest public exploited Vita firmware is firmware three point six eight. And there were a few methods to do this where you would essentially get compatibility packs and run those with the game. So let's say you're on a lower firmware, like you're on firmware 3.6 on your Vita. What you could then do is get a 3.68 exclusive game and get a compatibility pack with it and pair them together. So that way you could then play that game on your low, low firmware Vita. I think we even talked about it on here, but now with refood, you don't need that because from what I understand, the food processor on here is what handles all the encryption and decryption of the game. We now have the keys for that. We now have this plugin. So if you put this plugin on your Vita and you pair it with the keys for this as well, you no longer need those compatibility packs and you're able to decrypt your game and play it on the fly.
1: That all sounds really interesting and I haven't read anything to like support my like devil's advocate argument here but i mean a lot of times not all the time but a lot of times these them requiring newer firmwares are for like newer apis and different various things so
0: and nothing like that has really changed
1: yeah and so like i wonder how that's going to shape over time
0: um the only thing that would really change all that is if like sony ends up making a explicit change, which would change, you know, the the food keys, essentially, and the game encryption and decryption keys, which would then prevent it. But they haven't done it. They didn't do it on 3.69. They didn't do it on 3.7. Sony is more worried about... It, it was kind of half-joked about by some of the developers of this stuff, but they, they more seem to be caring about patching homebrew access than game access. Which is really interesting. Yeah.
1: I mean, maybe they don't see that as much of a, a threat. I guess. I guess not. If you're doing loading with official, because this requires like official games, right? This um, is this no side you can, loading.
0: No, you can still. It's still with side loading and everything. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but they just they just haven't changed that stuff. So even with it as well, too, um, I think it allows for some stuff that hasn't even like here, you know, deprecated software that Sony decided to revoke, like PSM Dev Unity. So you can run things. Opposite you can run things on newer firmwares that are not supposed to run on newer firmwares that were deprecated deprecated on older firmwares Hmm. So it's all over the place. I think it's great. I think the the only downside that I'm seeing to this is The compatibility packs that are out there if you play a game with a compatibility pack It will technically load faster by a few seconds compared to playing the game through refood Hmm. because playing the game through refood You have to, you have an encrypted build of the game, and then Refood is decrypting it with the keys on hand. Right. While as if you use a game with a compatibility pack, you're playing a straight up decrypted copy of the game.
1: Right. But you would have to go out of your way to get compatibility packs for every game. Correct. Yes. So if you're wanting to save some of the hassle, which it seems like it probably would be if it's only a few seconds, um, you can definitely go that route. Mm hmm i know that's how i would but i'm a bit lazy
0: (laughs) yeah i think we even have straight up i think we dtb here i think that's dots tv i believe we might even have one of the developers behind this sitting here in chat so if that's you dots thank you for this i haven't i've i've installed it i haven't explicitly tried it yet here on one of the systems but i was really impressed with this
1: yeah very nice yeah i think it's really cool and so was i even though i've don't even have one, but I mean, this is the kind of thing that I even like, I don't know, it just prolongs a lot of the uh, currently exploited firmwares and whatnot too. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. I remember that being a problem back in the day on the PSP for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. So I do remember that shit. Yeah. It was not cool. <laughs> oh man.
1: Well, anyway, should we transition to, is this the last topic of the night?
0: We have one more topic of the night. Yeah. I think we've been good on timing so far. But we have one more topic. And we're going old school with this one. Old school. Even OG. And it makes me happy.
1: So we're talking about this little project here um, by Ryzee 119. And the project is called the OGX 360. Now, this is a cool little kind of hardware mod, I guess. You're using an external PCB board. And it allows you to have uh, Xbox 360 wireless controller support on your original Xbox. Yep. So, essentially, you're using one of these little dongles that you would get for your PC, right? Uh, One of the receivers for the Xbox 360. Mm -hmm. Uh, You intercept it with this chip. And I don't know if there's a whole lot more other than, of course, making sure the board is programmed. But it seems pretty straightforward.
0: Yeah, it's one of these. From what I see, it's this custom board right here, like the, the big blue board with the USB ports. You then, as you said, you take one of these official adapters, you hook it up, and then you have to bring your own controllers, of course. And then right here you have a Arduino board for each controller. So when you buy, if you buy this pre-made, which I'll even look on the Etsy store here, it comes with two Arduinos installed pre-flash and everything. The code is available online, so if you want to, you can plop in two more Arduinos, install them yourself, and flash them yourself. And then the setup here is you just take this, again, you make sure that you have your adapter, your wireless adapter plugged in, and then you have to get a micro USB to original Xbox cable for each controller you're wanting to. So if you buy these by default, you're already able to do two controllers right on this right off the bat.
1: Right. So that I mean that's pretty freaking sweet.
0: I think this is awesome.
1: And this does this is something that I think could be like again manufactured really easily, even easier than our, the last solution we we're looking at on the Switch. And people could distribute these or it could be simple enough for you to just go and build yourself. I mean, this mm-hmm. isn't really that much to work with. Um, and obviously, the Xbox 360 controllers are good controllers. Um, yes, they are. They're still the original, some of my favorites. The original Xbox controllers, too, are definitely a little bit chunky.
0: Yeah. So And he, he even has an, another one that's kind of similar to this. I'm just looking. So if you want to buy this already um, already set up and everything, it's $70 Australian. Right which I, I think that's fair enough on that. But he also has a N360 where you can do the same thing. We, we didn't add this to the topics here, but you can do the same thing, a Xbox 360 controller with your Nintendo 64. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And that's a little bit more. That's 79 Australian. Right. So, it's, I
1: mean, we're talking like 50 to $55. Yeah. Uh, USD. I'm I'm really considering getting this. That is really cool. Yeah. I would love to see it
0: i'll actually i appreciate that and i also want to ask the chat too like if i get one of these would you all be interested in a video or two covering this and i wouldn't ask this guy to send me a promotional version or anything like i am willing to pay for this out of my own pocket because i think this is cool as hell yeah absolutely (laughs) yeah so you all in chat let me know if you all would be interested in seeing a video about this or just seeing any coverage of this because i again i think this is so cool i do I appreciate you, Devin. <laughs> I appreciate you so much. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'll try and keep up. Yeah. But I think that's that's it for it now.
1: Yeah, I feel like for the first time in a few months, we've actually made a decent time.
0: I feel like so as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Cheers to that. Cheers, dude. Yeah, I don't have anything in here. so Oh, a tiny bit of water, right. but. It's funny if you put that on the keyboard. (laughs) Oh well, it's Cheapo wireless keyboard. It's Inland. That is like the cheapest brand. (laughs) Hey, I didn't want to spend that much on this. All right, when I I got the rest of the computer for free, I didn't want to drop a bunch of money on this.
1: I had a mouse. It definitely was a bit cheaper than the one you have over there. But literally, like the scroll wheel, like just snapped in my finger. (laughs) Like I I crushed it. Just like this is a whole (laughs) new level of cheap <laughs> whole new level but yeah it, it that one looks a bit nicer like that one i had was like see-through plastic like this thing here? yeah yeah it was pretty bad it's all right i did buy it cheap i can't remember how much it was but yeah it was in like the probably like a clearance bin
0: dude i think this keyboard with the mouse was like 13 bucks yeah something like that <laughs> good uh, tech is getting cheap it is it cheap is. tech is getting good Yeah, and this is, I mean, this is okay. Like, this is okay for something basic like this or, like, playing Tomb Raider for two minutes. Yeah, there you go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If we can figure out the controls. Exactly. But, yeah, anyways, so this anyways. is usually the time that we start to transition to a little bit of the QA
0: session. Absolutely. Yeah, not even a little bit. I mean, straight up here, in, in case anybody <laughs> is joining us for the first time live, which it seems like we do have a good amount of first time live viewers here, this is the time where we like to do a QA session for 20 or 30 minutes. So, if you all have any questions for us, anything you want us to talk about, drop it in the comments section on the live stream here. If you're checking this in an MP3 form or, you know, the video, format's already done, try and come out to the live stream sometime, and the last 20, 30 minutes of the show, we try and do Q&As, so it's really dependent on the questions as well, too. If people mm-hmm. want to ask stuff, again, we're encouraging it. Go ahead. If everyone's going to be silent, I mean, we can just wrap up here kind of early, because I got, I got Kingdom Hearts 3 upstairs, all right? Yeah, dude,
1: and it's been like a long couple days for me. I'm definitely ready to, like, <laughs> chill out. So, cool with questions, but, you know, it's I'm flexible right now
0: exactly flexible flexible which by the way oh my goodness i've been no lifing like this week when i when i come home i just quickly take lily outside stuff my face full of food and play kingdom hearts 3 until i get to yeah. bed i'm definitely jealous i'll be trying to pick it up soon
1: but i've got to finish some stuff i've been so busy i understand I've been so busy i haven't been playing video games but i need to catch up here at some
0: point i've actually been playing a good amount of video games good good for this you, man.
1: uh you're still doing this your challenge month. yes so one game I beat three games this month so far. Do you backlog that? Do you have rollover games?
0: So, like, do you are you good for th- March, or do you have to, like, successfully? No, oh, beat I, I beat a game every month, but it can be... Sometimes I kind of stagger it, so, like... You mentioned this. Yeah, I'll stagger it, so it's, like, I can... If I know I'm, like, 90% done with a game, I can, like, push it to the side for a week, and then, let's say, February rolls around, I'll just beat the last 10% of that game, and bam, that's a February game right there. So
1: do you know anybody else who does this or did you just uh, do this for yourself
0: uh i do it for myself but from what i've seen i've inspired others on the channel to oh, do the man. same thing and there's been several successful people or close to successful people of it so very good yeah i'm a little bit of an influence i'm kind of proud I think I've,
1: I i do not know if I bought 12 games last year, but I definitely did not beat 12 games. And I honestly don't buy that many games. And I, I do really good about keeping myself pretty conservative on Steam and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't fall for the sales as much, though I do usually regret it because every once in a while I'll be like, yeah, I saw that on sale like like $5 and now it's 20 again." <laughs> so I regret it sometimes, but um, yeah, I don't think
0: I've come close to finishing
1: 12 games. I don't even know if I've. I have, like, a dozen games that I have, like, in progress right now more like it.
0: <laughs> I understand. It looked like you were just having right there just kind of, like, a gamer existential type thing. It's like, wait, when was the last game I beat? Yeah, that was literally what I just felt. <laughs> I don't know.
1: A lot yeah. of starting stuff. I need to start
0: finishing. Yeah. No, I get it. I had that problem, too, and then I kind of just buckled down one a month.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. good. It's good. And right now, I'm actually trying to hold off on getting Kingdom Hearts, really, because I do want to finish freaking Let's Go, and I'm not that far off. So I got you. I want you. to finish Let's, Let's Go. Let's Go was good. I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I've just got to wrap that up, and then we can move on to Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah. It's worth it, man. It's really good. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. All right. Uh, we got a few questions. Yeah. Do you have any that you want to... Sure, I'll Pick go up here. grab this one here. Do you think a 360 soft exploit will be possible? I think it's absolutely possible. It's just a matter of when and what might happen. From what I understand, there's kind of, I I got curious about this like a week or two ago and I really looked into it and was seeing what was going on. And it's kind of two things with the 360. Number one, it's the, um, the hypervisor is a bitch on there. It's a strong hypervisor, so it's really kind of one of the hurdles of getting any type of soft exploit going on that, the second thing when it comes down to it is retail signing keys have not been released, have not been leaked out, nothing like that. Uh, from what I understand, like that really played a big part in you know the X- original Xbox modding scene, but they haven't gotten out for the 360. They more than likely will never come out on the Xbox 360 because then that means that if those keys get out, we can sign our own stuff on the right. Xbox 360, which then you can sign you know, your own modding tools and everything and load them up on a stock system without having to open it. So someone can correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm getting anything incorrect on there, but those seem to be the two huge hurdles. So it's possible. I just don't know when, if ever, it's going to happen. Yeah. Right. Well
1: <laughs> that stuff is pretty much... Is it possible? Like, if something runs code, it can be exploited. Sure, one way or another. So, is it likely? How soon? Those are the real tough questions.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Uh, so here's one from James nine nine three seven. Xenia now has particle effects in Halo Three. Last time I tried, it locked up Windows. Thoughts? I don't know. Have you tried, messed with Xenia much? I have not. I we know that MVG uh, has a little bit. Yes. We yeah
0: it looks Xenia looks like it's improving almost every single day, which makes me yeah. really excited. So if you don't try it now in six months, it's going to be better in right. another six months it's going to be a lot better.
1: Yeah. And I don't, I haven't tried it out myself, but you know, I'm sure there's some kind of like, hopefully there are some logs somewhere. Uh, maybe you can like try and look into that. Maybe go to the community or forums or wherever you can and see if you can help troubleshoot. Cause if you're having this issue and other people aren't, then you might be able to help contribute back up. Um, fix some bugs maybe so yeah maybe consider that if you're still having issues yeah (laughs) yeah uh let's see david retro arch on switch can it play ps2 games is it powerful enough essentially i don't know (laughs) i definitely have not
0: tried um i haven't really heard too much word on it i'm sure it could play ps2 games but the thing is i don't know if there's any ps2 cores for retro arch are there not at all i feel like if there were mm. we would have seen at least attempts to play ps2 games on everything yeah but I, I honestly don't believe there's any ps2 cores for retro arch
1: yeah i don't believe so just a quick google search it so you're looking look it like, up yeah. yeah yeah um
0: a lot of people are asking so. for it but
1: yeah well that will tell you right there so no as of right now it doesn't look like it's possible um yeah i definitely never have tried um, one good news though is it sounds like we've gotten some better progress towards N64 emulation on the Switch. I don't know if you had read yes, much about that. Yes, I did see that. So um, I did. Hey, we get more progress in other areas. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think we have any ability to do PS2 now. So um, I, we haven't seen much about this either. But I would be curious to see how some of the Linux stuff is performing these days. Mm-hmm. You because know, like LACA
0: and all that, right? So there's there, there's definitely like emulators on there that we could utilize. For sure. Oh my god, Mod Shop finally came in. What's up, man? Uh, and thank you for the $10 donation. Looks like I missed the entire stream. Well, you didn't miss the entire stream. We're still right. streaming. We're just in Q&A mode, man. Right. But you missed you missed the content. So, the that, actual content of the stream. Definitely
1: yeah. thank you for the tip, but yeah, sorry, man, missed out. But that's like one out of I don't know.
0: Two, He's here almost every stream. Two dozen, Thank you, you for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you you definitely. I don't know. I hope you were napping, man. I hope you were relaxing. People be busy. Yeah. You know it happens. But we definitely appreciate you stopping in and definitely giving the donation. Mm-hmm. It's more than more than uh, necessary, man. For sure. Wayne, what are we talking about? I don't know. You tell us.
0: Yeah, you tell us. Ask questions. Q and Q&A A right now. Yeah, I see. Uh, David's asking, "How do cheats work on Bleem Sync 1.0 on PS Classic?" I personally haven't seen any. Um, I haven't seen any cheat usage on the PS Classic myself, at least, and I haven't really delved into it. I'm sure it would work just the same way as you would load cheats and such on that core that's on there, the PCSX Rearmed menu. Um, I'd personally wait on it, really. I'm sure that they're going to do better integration through BleemSync UI and everything. So, Hmm. yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Which, by the way, have you seen um, how bleemsync has been updated? No. It is really interesting because, you know, before you had to essentially set up the payload and all your games and everything and build it on the flash drive and pop it in. Right. So now you set the payload on the flash drive, pop it in, turn on your system. It installs a few modded files over and essentially opens up Telnet a FTP server, a few other things on your console. So then what you do is you keep the flash drive plugged into your console, but then around the back, you end up plugging in the console's power to your computer itself. And when it turns on and everything, you then access it through a web browser and you're able to access BleemSync UI through a site that's hosted on there. Hmm. And you can do all of your game modification and adding and everything through that.
1: Now, was BleemSync the one that was, like, when it came out, it was, like, making a big deal about trying not to modify files? Or was Uh, that the old one?
0: No, that was the one that it was... It it was definitely... BleemSync was trying to be safe and to not modify files. So this one technically does modify your file system, but it's... If it's any better, it's adding files. It's not going in and hardcore manipulating files and all that stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I just find that interesting, because I I knew one of them made kind of, like, a, a... something not a big deal but had made that a point exactly I think the the previous one I forget what it was called I, I forgot that acronym multiple times but the the project that like preceded BleemSync... Um, GPG hacks. yeah I, I think that I guess BleemSync, if I remember right they were basically like they're unnecessarily doing it you, you can achieve what uh, they were doing without modifying the file so now it seems like this is probably more of a necessary thing
0: gpg hacks was a lot more um it was a lot more experimental and it wasn't supposed to be used on the scale that people were using it yeah
1: (laughs) yeah so cool to see but definitely something to take note of it it is modifying your files so absolutely
0: let me see i know we did miss this one but uh tag media was asking where's lily lily come here come here Devin said Lily got fat, by the way. Oh, dude, she got really fat. In she, like a month. she did get fat. Yeah, let's. She, dude, the table's too tall now. It is too tall. Damn it. Hold on. I'm going to. You got to get Lily a chair now. Ugh, I guess I should. Hold on. Let me see if I can pick her up. Oh, man. All right, Lily, sit. Fat dog, okay. sit. I'm nervous.
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Freaking squealing a noise. like a pig. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. She's going to look scrunched up cuz you're holding her, but if you I see her on the ground, dude, she's got like some side action, dude. She's thick.
0: She's going to be my new host now. Look at all that.
1: Oh, she's <laughs> drooling.
0: Oh, she is. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lily, I know you don't like to be picked up, so you She's go back hungry. Here. Oh, what the hell? Oh. Lily pooped. <laughs>
1: Dude, did you just squeeze? I think I just squeezed the crap. shit out of her. All right, let me clean that
2: up. <laughs> oh my God. Dude. So, yeah. Um, Maybe I
1: shouldn't do that. It's, it, for the people that uh, are, are listening in, it's very solid. It is. She's a, healthy, at least. Yeah, that, that was, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. But yeah, literally, as you were putting her down, it just, like, fell
0: out. Yeah. Let me hold on. I need to look that the bag. Of
1: <laughs> dude, I can't believe that just happened.
0: Lily, you are such a shitty dog. Sometimes.
1: <laughs> Quality ass content, right here. <laughs> you just call your dog a shitty dog. Oh my God. Terrible jokes. Let me,
0: Lily. You're not in trouble because that was my fault. But, like,
1: Mod shop. You and me both, dude. I definitely need to give that a shot. My PlayStation Classic is actually still in uh, the box. I haven't taken it out. Really? Yeah. Still haven't. Yep, yep. I haven't. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, if I want to play some PlayStation games, I've already got them set up on my, um, my Raspberry Pi. So it's sure. like the ones I want to play are on there already, and I just haven't, you know, gone on my way to do the BlameSync stuff. Maybe I will eventually, though. I mean, it doesn't seem too crazy. So if I have a, you know, afternoon or an evening where I just want to do something like that. I wouldn't be opposed to trying it out. Oh, Nicholas uh, confirmed this is not drunk stream number two. Maybe Lily is drunk, but I can neither confirm nor deny that. <sighs> she drooled and she took a shit. I just she did like almost at the same time. She like is that how she goes? She just drools
0: and then I have no. Releases? I haven't noticed that. <laughs> she fe- oh, I could tell she feels really bad though. Oh yeah, she's just looking like she thinks you're not in trouble, Lily. Stop looking at me like that. I can't even see her yeah no she just she really looks like she's in trouble but she's not i
1: don't know maybe we should wrap this up and let
0: her i'm pretty sure there's more <laughs> where that comes from yeah oh uh, at see, least there's... tag media apologized he said it's all my fault Sorry. <laughs> tag media <laughs> you're good man yeah i mean dude even when i picked her up i thought someone was a little off because she made a noise like <laughs> and i'm like she doesn't <laughs> normally make that noise but okay and that was the oh my god I have yeah, to take a shit. Yeah, and and then she, she I'm sorry, you really had to go, I guess. Lily she she took a dump. To, normally if she takes one dump a day, that's normal. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not worried at that point, but wow. damn. Yeah, Nicholas scared shitless perhaps she didn't
1: seem scared i think i think she just had to go and that was just like pressure and movement and it's all <laughs> nervousness right the anxiety is flaring imagine up imagine
0: if you kind of have to take a shit and then someone comes over and squeezes your abdominal area for like three yeah. minutes yeah yeah it, it, something's gonna come out
2: <sighs>
1: well way to start off a new year with mod shop way or to mod, start out mod mod shop mod
0: <laughs> i mean mod shop is here mod shop he's here we are starting with, it off with
1: mod excuse Shop. excuse me was that a burp or was that it, you smelling that no that was a burp
0: okay yeah what was smelling what is smelling does it, like if i smell something it's gonna be like well no like, i thought
1: you meant like maybe you smelled some poop or something like that you got like a whiff of it before. no
0: i just burped okay oh what did you think i was like getting i thought um, you were gagging sick or something? yeah <laughs> dude, i don't get that like sometimes i'll burp and people think i'm about to throw up i'm just like who, s- who sounds horrible no but who are the people out here who are burp vomiting dude
1: I, I burp vomit you do like I, every like every time like i vomit like ends with this like long or no it starts with the like long burp it's weird it's like all that acid man damn yeah dude damn i definitely do
0: Yeah, no, I don't... (laughs) Thankfully, I don't burp vomit. I just kind of get the thing where, you know, like, your spit just coagulates, so you're kind of just awkwardly spitting for three minutes. You know what I'm (laughs) talking... You know exactly what I'm talking about. No, I don't think I have that. What? No, I mean... Really? Usually, usually
1: I can sit back... You don't do
0: the thing where you throw... Like, after you throw up, you're just kind of, like, awkwardly bent over, just kind of, like, spitting for two or three minutes? I
1: mean, maybe, but, like, I feel like I'm... I don't know. Maybe it's because I like to be a little bit cleaner than that. But, like, as soon as I'm done, like... I'll be cleaning that up. Like I'm just like even no matter how bad I feel, <laughs> I've gotta get that out of my mouth. I got you. Mouthwash. Don't brush your teeth, guys. Yeah. Just damaging to the enamel. Yeah. So how did this
0: turn into vomit chat? Uh, because we're talking about shit, chat. Yeah. Because Lily took a shit. Yeah. Lily, you're not in trouble. Don't worry. It's, you're okay. It's literally turned into a shit show. She feels really bad. I can tell. She's just look like she's just expecting like. Some kind of trouble. Poor, yeah, she can't even look over she here. She can't Jeez. even look at us, no. <laughs>
1: Dude, it's bad.
0: Yeah, because I'm, well, I'm not gonna get upset because I know it's not her fault. So. Yeah, it's, it's all me and Tag Media.
1: Well, I don't know, man. So. I don't see a whole lot more questions going on. It looks like we have some good discussion
0: in the chat. Thank for you sure. guys all for hanging out, but for sure.
1: You think we should probably get Lily outside to finish
0: the job? Absolutely. Yeah. I think she has a job to finish. And mainly I need to take the shit out because I have it like bagged up and everything. So Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm not trying to be one of those nasty people that just throws it into the regular garbage. No, I'm responsible mostly. Yep. Good for you, man. Yeah. I try. I try. Responsible dog owner.
1: Try. obviously a good one too because she definitely i don't think that was intentional and she looks like she feels real bad oh, like well, she,
0: well thank you yeah i try and be a good dog owner <laughs> well i guess should we tie this one up let's wrap it up yeah tie it up just like the bag of shit yeah yeah gross yeah anyways <laughs> of course if you've been listening to mod chat or watching it live or you know a pre-recorded version all that thank you all so much places this can be found if you want to check out the video version of this you can come to my youtube channel mr mario 2011 uh we have you know the streams once a month and everything normally on a wednesday we were going to do this last week i think it was going to be the was that the 23rd? And then some stuff came up, so we just had to delay it by a week or so. But mm-hmm. life happens, all that shit. Um, aside from that, if you're wanting to get the audio version of this podcast, it's available on most favorite podcasting apps and platforms. So Just look up Mod Chat. You should be able to find it on there, thankfully. It's still easy, easy enough to find. <laughs> <laughs> I have another podcast as well, too, Mario's Minute, that goes up on the channel here as well as on most favorite podcasting platforms. Uh, I would recommend that people listen to this month's episode. It came out in place of Mod Chat last week, and it has Modern Vintage Gamer. It's uh, honestly one of my uh, favorite episodes that I've done, and people seem to really enjoy that. Uh, Outside of that, you can find me, Mr. Mario 2011 on YouTube. I do a whole bunch of modding-related videos and some other fuck shit, I guess. My channel is essentially Lillian Mods at this point. Lillian Mods. (laughs) Lillian Mods, yeah. Uh, I'm available on all social medias for the most part, Mr. Mario 2011 but I frequent Twitter the most, I would say. So if you want to talk, hit me up on there. And finally, there's also a Discord server, which I would recommend people join as well, too, if you have Discord. We like to have some fun times on there. There's video announcements and all that on there directly, just in case YouTube is not reliable enough. So... Uh, check that out. It's going to be linked down below in the description on the YouTube page here. Now, with that, Devin, where can the people find you?
1: That was a mouthful, man. I try. Uh, I'm a much more simple man. You can find me on Twitter and on YouTube, Paranoid Coder. Keep it uh, keep it simple. I was going to say keep it cool, but that was not what I meant. Keep it cool. Yeah, sure. You ever seen Hot Rod?
0: No, I haven't. Oh, man. I'm sorry.
1: Ah, uh, dude. Okay. Never mind. Save it for next month after I make him watch Hot Rod.
0: All right. It's so good. All right. So I guess watch Hot Rod. But yeah. That's my homework. Anyways, that's where you can
1: find me. So, yeah, um, I'm taking a little bit of a break on the YouTube thing right now. I'm just trying to catch up with a few things, but I've got some video ideas in mind, so I'll be uploading some more stuff, and uh, yeah.
0: Right on. That's about it. Yeah. I do have one thing as well, too. I guess I'm making this announcement at the very end here, and I have a thing. I, I don't think... We've done this on mod chat before, but first of all, I do have, uh, there's been some mention of it here on the chat. I, I have a video that I'm particularly proud of that's gonna be coming out. It's coming out exactly February 9th. It's gonna be about the X3, like the X3 Executor 3 mod chip. It's a video, uh, unlike others I've done, I've had to do research, I've had to get some stuff vetted on there. I'm personally proud of it. If you all could possibly do me a favor and just check out that video when it comes out, that'd be much appreciated. Man, I don't even know what this is. I can link you a, a copy that I have of it if you Ooh, want pre-release. Yes. Beta? Yes, absolutely. No, actually, only one candidate. Only one other person has seen it so far. Wow, I so. think I know who that might be. Yes. <laughs> I think you might. But either way, if you all could check that out, that'd be absolutely appreciated. And I don't think we've done this on Mod Chat, but... If you're watching this you know after the stream if you're checking this out on youtube at this point if you've made it to the end of this video here comment x3 if you're listening to this on a podcast app i'd recommend coming onto the youtube video just have the word x3 in your comment x like the letter x and three and that way I'll know that you made it until the end and we'll be checking comments as well so cool i normally do that on mario's minute have a keyword just to see that and it's How's really uh, it works really well i'm able to see you know who checked out what some people comment as they're going throughout the video and then of course some people don't know what to say so they just put the keyword in there and it's like hey you made it to the end i appreciate it hmm. but yeah if you all could do that again you know, if you made it to the end, comments X3. And on top of that, February 9th, that's when that video is coming out. I'm proud of it. It's like a 50-minute video at this point. So, Whoa. Yeah, yeah.
1: dude, I don't, I don't, Dude, that's a movie, man. Yeah,
0: it yeah. is. It is. And I have, like, a movie coming out pretty much. I have another video, like, later on this year that's, like, an hour 40 minutes long. What the heck? I man? know. Dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez! All right, well, I'm out of the loop
1: on this stuff, so you guys know about as much as I do. Right
0: I'll have now. to keep you posted, I guess. Yeah, dang.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyways, should we wrap it up?
0: Yeah, let's do that. All right, to get this shitty dog out of here. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Anyways, this is Mr. Mario signing off. Thank you all for watching, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in. Until next month. See let's you later. Great.